You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Session 16. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to another episode of the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am excited to have you with me today. Today's episode is one that is very near and dear to me because grasping this topic took years. Now, I didn't say that I got the topic 100%. Just to scratch the surface, it took years. And even when I thought I had it, there's so much more to learn. Oh my goodness. Well, let's get started and then I'll let you know what we're going to be diving into today. So when folks get started in our traditions, this is what we hear. People want to know who their Arisha is, when they are getting initiated, how they can make an Orisha shrine and how to pray to it, when they will get Ilekes, what are their warriors and if they can get them today, when will they mount an Egung, when are they going to mount an Orisha, when, what, how, when, what, how. That is basically what we hear. So what is the big it? That is going to help you do all of these things and beyond. Are you ready? It is your ORI. O-R-I. So today's topic is, what's more important than you? Your ORI. So what is it? What is this ORI? It is your highest self, your own personal Orisha. Yes, you heard correctly. For those of you who have been dying to connect with Orisha, listen up, because this is a super great start and you will beat out those who rush without a plan. Ori is your essence. You in your truest of truest forms. Because I like stories, I'm going to put this in a story-like way, which is great for a child to understand, because it's a lot more fun than doing all the serious stuff that you may find on Ori. Back in some time ago, you were in Orun. And you got an appointment with Arumila to get a reading with Ifa. And your time came up and you showed up. On time, of course, you would never deem to be late with the great Orumila. And you got a reading then and there and made some decisions. You decided your destiny. You made agreements of what you needed to do and what you needed to work on in this lifetime, because now you have to plan. You're coming back 
to earth or you're coming down to earth and you need to make some plans. Your life's path was agreed upon that day. And then you paid Arumila, you thanked him for his time, and then, you know, you went on your way. You decided who would be your mom and dad and you waited a bit, of course. And when you got your chance, down you went to earth. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. Your link to your essence was left behind in Orun, in heaven, watching over you and looking to keep you on course of what you guys planned so that you can reach your destiny quickly and efficiently. So the time finally arrives and you make the journey to earth and the oddest thing happens. You are ready to be born. And so place in here your birth specifics. It was, I don't know, 10 hours of labor and blah, 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 or a C-section or whatever it is. And now you are a baby. And guess what? Besides the fact that you're truly cute, you forgot everything that you agreed to in heaven. Everything. You don't know who you are, what you've come here to do, what you will become, nothing. Your Ibeji in heaven is now like, oh my God, oh my God, I have to reach you down there. I don't know how. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, can you hear me? So from heaven, a portion of your Ori is connected to your head. Yes, there's a lot more to it, but roll with me here as I try to explain this very, very easy. So this is where you begin as a child to notice the little struggles in your mind and half the time you shrug it off. Okay, so here's an example. You're in front of your favorite chocolate cake that mom and dad just bought and they told you to leave it alone. You're about to reach that cake and a little voice whispers in your head, you know you shouldn't take that. You told mom and dad that you would wait. And you shrug it off like, ah, they won't notice. I'll just be really, really careful and take just a little bite. The little voice gets a little louder. You're going to get in a lot of trouble. Don't eat the cake. Don't touch it. Okay, I'll stop here because we pretty much know what happened. Well, at least I know what happened because I got a call at work when my son not only ate the cake, but then dropped it on the floor because he was trying to be careful. And then, well, he didn't listen to that little voice who told him not to eat the cake. So why the story? And how special is your Ori? Well, your Ori is pretty darn special. It is described as your own personal Orisha. How special is that? There is an Ifa saying that Orisha cannot give you what Ori does not accept. You're like, what? Mind blown. Well, let's get a little more into it. We have a couple of things going on here. Number one, you are discovering that you have a special being on your head, 
and it is you. Trust me when I say that this will take some time to really digest. So don't worry about it. But that took me a really long time to even get my fingers around it. Number two, this brings the problem of how do I talk to a re? How do I connect with it? Or how do I connect with the highest me? This is now where we're going to get a bit woo-woo, but I promise that it's all within the Yoruba tradition in mind. Your Ori will support you in anything that you want to do. I will repeat that. Your Ori, because it is your own Orisha and your highest self, will always support you in anything that you want to do which is why in order to connect with it, you have to pray and use words of affirmation. I know, you must be like, wait a minute. This is not the yoga fair, Iya. We're talking African power stuff, not unicorns. And like I said, just roll with it. (laughs) Remember when I said that when you made your journey down here, you forgot everything that you were going to do and how you were going to do it and the lessons that you were going to learn because your ori still wants to help you navigate through this world it is going to help you with your goals okay from woo woo and unicorns to africa the yoruba do daily prayers they wake up at the crack of dawn And they wake up with the sun to do these prayers, to get their days in order. And one of the sets of things that they do is called Ofo Ashe. What is Ofo Ashe? It translates to the power of the word. You must be like, what is that? Well, it's words of affirmation. Yep, I know. The the woo-woo is back. I'm sorry, it is. I was told a while back by some babalawot that this was some new age stuff and that I should take it away. I remember telling him that if he's an awo, he should know that ofoashe is not new and any babalao should be practicing this every day. Well, I never heard from him again. The truth is, if you look around, many new woo-woo, new age, new discovery is not new at all. It is important to begin to establish a connection with your ori and begin to align with it so that you can go to wherever it is that you need to go to. Here is an example. Now, I know that I have this thing called ori and that it helps me, right? Going to give you some point of thought to watch it work. Some you may relate to, or you may know someone that it has happened to so that you can kind of relate to it. You are a single woman. You would like to have a nice man with you. You have been meeting some not so cool men. They play video games all day long. They do not have a stable job. They don't even know what a job is. They have five kids from five different women. And you're wondering what has happened to the good men. 
So this is the gist of what you normally say, not only online, but to anyone who will listen to you. Men are horrible these days. There are no more good men left. Men don't know how to treat women these days. That's why women are superior species and I'd rather be single than dealing with men like these. That is why I work and I got my act together. They don't know how to get it together and they never will. Now, you'd think that your Ori would be like, Oh, my good and pretty lady, let's find you a great man. But in reality, that is not what you said. You said that there are not any good men left and that you are much better than they are as a species and that you would much rather be single than deal with any one of these things called men. So guess what? Your Ori not only heard you, but will map out how you will continue to meet these men. You're like, but why? It should have listened to me and known that I am just unhappy with the man pool that I've recently been in touch with and that I need a better man. But that's not how it works. If you want something that Ori needs to help you with, you have to give it instructions by using the power of your words. For example, I am with a faithful and hardworking man and my Ori makes it so. Or I am grateful for my marriage to an educated man who loves to read philosophy books with me on the weekend in the park by the lake. Or I am a happy wife next to a spiritual man who is a great father, loves to spend time with me and the kids, and my Ori makes it so. Now, do you see what happened? These statements are more like they are already true or they've already happened. Remember that I said that we have to connect with Ori and align to it? The power and the frequency of our words is what makes this happen. Now, we can get super super deep, but because this is a short podcast, I am going to move on to connecting with Ori. Here's a question that I get often. How do I know that I'm speaking with Ori? I had heard of this Ori stuff for years, and because I was told to, I would get head rogations and other, you know, other offerings to the Ori when it was mandated by a reading, but frankly, I just went through the motions. If I were to tell you that I connected right off the gate, I'd be lying to you. I had no clue. I understood the words. I understand what it means, but I had no idea what it meant to me. The way to describe Ori speaking with you is when another voice who sounds just like you makes itself known and you know this isn't your normal thought. I told you that we were going to get woo-woo, but in the Africanesque way. Your Ori already is, we've already established that it's a little voice sounding like you who is helping you out in your journey. It's always there. But when you choose to ignore it, the next time it speaks to you, it's like, 
the frequency is off a little bit and the volume is lower. So you can't really hear what it has to say. Next time that you want that piece of cake again and mom and dad are not watching, Ori is like, no, no, no. Remember what happened last time? You're going to get in trouble. You're going to make another mess. You might not even hear it. You know what I mean? Back to connecting. How do you connect? Here are some useful strategies. I got four of them and just a couple of tidbits right after it. One, daily words of affirmation. Put Ofo Ashe, the power of your word, into play first thing in the morning, and it's useful to also do it at night, right before you go to bed. So you are prepping your mind for the day and you're prepping your mind for sleep and now it knows it's basically going to be a cycle of what you need and what Ori needs to help you with. Number two, prayers just to develop and strengthen your Ori. If you're working with a priest, ask for some. Do not get them in Yoruba unless you are a priest. You should get them in the language that you are fluent in so that you can connect with the words that you're saying. Number three, meditation with your Ori. This one can be a little uncomfortable because you have to be quiet, listening, and it can be a little messy. Number four, spiritual work to strengthen your Ori. You need a priest for that. This one you cannot do on your own, but find a priest. But at least you can do the other three. Why Ori work? Because if you don't get this part in order, your decisions might be a bit skewed. And then you might shift further and further away from your destiny. So this is why Ori work is super important. Question. Doesn't my Ori know where I am going and should take me there? Answer. Yes, your Ori does know and wants to help you, but its loyalty is your desires first. It basically wants to make you happy. So here's a thought. I'm going to use a bit of a drastic example just to make the point. You were meant to be a Nobel Peace Prize winner and a big community outreach person and personality. But you have this love for heroin and cocaine. You've been addicted for years. Your family has seen you deteriorate and someone gave you some priest's name so that they can, quote unquote, help you. You go to that priest and you tell him, listen, I want to get clean. And he performs divination and gives you a list of things to do and tells you that this Orisha wants to help and this Orisha wants to help and this Orisha needs a bow and that one needs a bow. And okay, what do you do now? You run out and you get the stuff and then you get a little bit of drugs because you had some money left over. You're like, I'll quit tomorrow. With that action and with those words, You told your Ori that this is not important to you, and it will not be. Your words backed up with action will tell your Ori what you want. 
and it will put you in situations where you need to be for the primary goal that you told your ORI. I know, it takes a bit to digest. I, I got you. Now, if you would have yelled into a pillow, I want to be clean, I want to be clean, I want to be clean, and you flushed what you had down the toilet, then a few scenarios may have happened to take you where you needed to, to get clean. Let's see. You either go into shock, someone calls the hospital, and then you're forced to get clean, or you bump into someone with your eyes looking all bug-eyed and crazy, but he recognizes what you're going through because he runs a center and he offers to help you. The roads that your Ori can map out are infinite and amazing. So, Give it a try. Do you want to connect with your Ori? Try these affirmations. I know that you, if you're part of the community, I'm sure you've heard me speak about them, the Ori affirmations, and they will be at the show notes. But if you can remember this right now, just go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Ori, and that's O-R-I, and print them carve out time to get to know them and spend time on a daily basis with them. Spend the time to meditate alone with your Ori. Try to see what thoughts come to mind. Either write them down as they come or record your sessions and then go back to revisit. If you have someone, a responsible priest or priestess to work with, who is knowledgeable in working with ORI, and I don't mean just a rogation that is done once or twice a year or something that is just a common rogation that is done for everybody, just somebody who really knows how to work with ORI, I suggest that you spend as much time as you can with him or her to develop, to work with you to develop your connection with your ORI. I know that there is much more to Ori. There are different Ori levels. There's Ori, Ori, no, there's, there's so many. But this podcast is one to get someone who is unfamiliar with Ori or maybe has heard of it, just can't get some things right to start today. If you are unsure of where you need to be in life, then work with your Ori. If you are not happy where you are in your life, then work with your Ori. If you are happy where you are in your life, then work with your Ori so that you can continue to go where you need to go. If you want to find a good godparent, then you work with your Ori. If you want to be at your highest spiritualness, then you work with your Ori. If you want to make good choices, then you work with your Ori. This is such an important, lengthy, and really hard step to make with a lot of inner work. But if you take the time to work with your Ori, then there will not be a question on picking a good godparent or 
picking a good husband, picking a good wife, picking a good business partner. It will just not even be a question. You know that you are on the road and you've been making great choices because you will know how to make good choices. And this is priceless. You will avoid so many problems and lost time and lost money if you just choose wisely here. It will not matter if you want to connect with the Virgin of the Tomatoes to find out if she is your head orisha, because although that may be true, you might wind up in the wrong spiritual house for you and are now led into the wrong rabbit hole for your journey. Your ori is a huge part of your spiritual foundation. And the beauty of this is that you do not need to be initiated into anything to work with your ori. You were born with your own orisha. By learning to connect with your ori, you will unlock a very powerful tool to helping you navigate through life and your spiritual journey. As we say on our Egbe often, thank you Ifa for the saying, may your ori take you to where your destiny lies. We've reached the end of this episode of the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and sharing some of your time. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash session 16. In there, I will list all of the resources mentioned here on this podcast episode. And also, for this week and maybe next week as well, we are going to be discussing Ori quite a bit in our Facebook group. If you want to join us there, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Orisha Wisdom, or just look up Orisha Wisdom when you're searching for groups on Facebook and request access. Please respond to all of the three questions that are asked to be considered. And we hope to have a really good discussion that will help you grow spiritually. For now, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.